Hello, and welcome to Jokestrap, the podcast with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will talk about various things, including life as a comedian and his love of sports. Hence the name, Jokestrap. There is no set schedule for this podcast, so if you end up liking an episode and want to hear more, just follow it on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes, and we'll see you there. For now, enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Hey everybody, welcome to uh, episode number 43 of Jokestrap. This is Wes Hoffman. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, it is Wednesday, September 19th. Uh, appreciate your support. Um, I want to announce, first of all, that uh, less than a week away on Tuesday, uh, September 25th, I will be performing at Throckmorton Theater in Mill Valley. Uh, it's going to be a really fun show. Uh, come on out if you are in the area. Uh, we got they got uh, Oliver Graves, uh, recently off an appearance on America's Got Talent. Uh, Bob Zaney will be there. Um, Hannah Evison's going to be there. Alex Elkin. And uh, also host Larry Bubbles Brown. Uh, it should be a fantastic, fantastic show. Uh, really looking forward to it. It'll be my first time performing there. Haven't heard anything but great things about the venue. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Again, that's the Throckmorton Theater in Mill Valley. Uh, come on out and we'll have some fun. Um, and of course, for all other show information, upcoming shows, uh, you can go to westhoffman.com, uh, check out all the details. I'll go ahead and tell you about the next show at 88 Keys Cafe, actually in Morgan Hill on October 3rd. Uh, we got, uh, Chris Dorn headlining that show. I'm really excited to have him in there. Uh, it's been a while since we've done a show together. Really, really funny guy. Chris Storen. Uh, we got Big T on that show, Kathy Klotz Guest, PJ Rankin, and Sam Weber. Uh, so that's going to be an awesome show, October 3rd in Morgan Hill at 88 Keys Cafe. Uh, but yeah, so those are a couple upcoming shows I have, uh, but uh, definitely uh, keep in touch on, at westhoffman.com or see me on Twitter at WestJoke or Instagram under WestJoke or uh snapchat if you want i don't really post much on there anymore but uh that's also west joke i try to make it simple for you guys uh and for myself because i'm bad at remembering my logins anyway um so yeah that's what i wanted to mention first of all uh so this past weekend i went uh camping uh with some friends uh we left on friday i took the day off of work and uh I went camping with my friends Brian, Joy, Tisha, and Michael. Uh, we went to the Portola Valley uh, Redwood State Park, and uh, <coughs> it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, so we went like we like I said, we went on Friday, and then we came back Sunday. So we stayed a couple nights at the campsite. Uh, campsite was pretty good. Uh, it was a little bit, I, I mean, not secluded, but it felt like we were. We had a little bit more space, and we had a little bit more distance from uh, the other campsites, which was nice. Um, now, uh, all four four of them had camped there last year at the same uh, campsite, so they kind of did some scouting around on the campsites, and uh, the campsite we ended up getting this year was the one they had picked out last year, so that's how we ended up with this one. Um, so they did their research, and I, I think their research did pretty well. Um had a lot of good, good food uh, on, during the during the weekend, uh, Friday night. Um, 
shoot, what do we have Friday night? It all blends together after a certain point. Um, I don't remember what we ate Friday night. <laughs> I know we had some s'mores for dessert, though. We made the s'mores out of graham crackers and uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. I never had s'mores like that. Um, but uh, Michael brought up the idea, and I was like, that sounds amazing. I You had me at Reese's. Hello. Um, so, yeah, we had Reese's peanut butter cup s'mores, and those were delicious. What did we have for Oh, we had a tomato soup and grilled cheese. That's what we had for dinner the first night. Uh, that was amazing. I love grilled cheese. Uh, grilled cheese is great. Tomato soup is great. Put them together. That's great. Um, <laughs> wouldn't that be weird if two greats made a bad? Um, we put the tomato soup and the grilled cheese together, and it was awful. But together, or but separately, they're awesome. No. No, it was still good. They were still great. Uh, so uh, tasty, very tasty. Uh, Sunday, or sorry, Saturday morning, we had uh, eggs, uh, bacon, and sausage, and potatoes. And uh, we we finished, like, cooking everything uh, Saturday morning, like, around noon. And so it took a while to get everything, because we wanted to eat everything all together. Um but Michael made the good point, like, hey, it's not like we have to go anywhere. So the fact that it's taken a while to cook everything doesn't really matter. And I was like, well, you got a point there. But, but yeah, by the time it was done, everyone was really hungry. And, uh, yeah, it turned out good. Uh, we enjoyed the food. And uh, then uh, we, ate, we didn't really have to do lunch on Saturday because uh, we ate breakfast so late. And then Saturday night we... Uh, we had some hot dogs. Uh, we cooked those over the fire. Had had those for dinner, and then on Sunday morning, uh, uh, we made French toast, which was great. French toast is one of my favorite breakfast meals, so that was awesome. Uh, took a little hike um, while we were there on Saturday. Uh, they had various trails to hike. Um, there was a a uh, trail called the Tiptoe Trail that supposedly has like a waterfall, which uh, Joy, Brian, and I were trying to go check out, but uh, we could not locate it at all. Uh, there was a trail that we went on, and then off of that trail, there was another trail that it said trail closed, but it didn't say the name of the trail. We're just assuming that was the trail we wanted. Um, but yeah, we never were able to locate these this waterfall. That was said to exist. Um, oh well. But uh, but yeah, we had a we had a lot of fun. Um, uh, the only problem uh, I had personally was uh, the sleeping um, uh, with the tent. The tent was fine, but I had purchased an air mattress for the tent to put under the sleeping bag. You know, because. Uh, sleeping on the ground is not easy, especially when the ground is hard, and uh, and uh, the air mattress was not keeping the air, so my back was constantly hurting. The first night w- wasn't as bad; it kept a little bit of air, but the second night it w- it was awful. It, w- it did not keep air. <laughs> it it did not. Um, so I was waking up like every twenty thirty minutes, like turning over. I'm like, okay, now we're gonna have the left side hurt for a while. Now we're going to have the right side hurt for a while. Okay, now we're going to have my back hurt for a while. And it was just bad. As soon as the sun came up, I got up. I was like, I got to stretch out. Uh, I can't take the pain anymore. 
Um, I probably need to make a massage appointment. Uh, get some kinks out of my back still. So, um, but yeah. Aside from the sleeping part of the camping trip, uh, the trip itself was fun. We played Cards Against Humanity on Saturday. That was incredible. <laughs> that was incredible. No, uh, if you've never played Cards Against Humanity, it's a really fun game. Um, it's for mature audiences only. Uh, mature. When I say mature, I mean they can take a joke. Not mature as in they're mature because it's a very immature game, but you have to be mature about it, if that makes sense. Uh, so anyway, it's kind of like apples to apples if you play that game before, but the answers are a lot raunchier. It's not the game you want to play with your parents for the most part. Um, I did play it once with my parents for uh, and uh, my uh, relatives for a Christmas or some some holiday, and uh, yeah, that was that was really awkward. Um, I don't think we're ever gonna play that game again. Um, but we had fun playing it on Saturday. We played it for a couple hours, and it seemed like every time uh, Michael put in a card uh, for his answer, uh, um. I would always pick his card, uh, or he would always pick my card either way, whenever it's one of our turns. So for some reason, we were just on the same wavelength with that game. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun, had a good time. And of course, uh, when you're camping uh, in a place like this, you don't have phone reception, so no one's able to message you, or you're unable to keep up with what's going on in the world. And for the most part, that was fine with me for a few days. It didn't bother me. I didn't really even think about it. Um, the only thing I, I knew I was missing out on was keeping in, in touch with the A's games and what was going on. Now, I was so out of touch with what was going on that on Saturday and Sunday, um, I was wearing my Tampa Bay Rays hat on this camping trip because um, I was one of the hats I brought with me, and it matched my sweatshirt. And I was concerned about color coordinating, you know, because all these people are going to be seeing me camping. And uh, little did I remember, I did not remember that the A's were playing Tampa Bay over the weekend. And then, of course, Saturday and Sunday, the days I was wearing the hat, uh, the A's ended up losing to Tampa Bay. So, I'm sorry. That's my fault. I caused the losses for the Oakland A's against the Tampa Bay Rays. That's all on me. I was wearing my tuberculosis hat, and it it backfired. It didn't work. Uh, so the Tampa Bay Rays are kind of sneaking up on the A's in that wild card race. The Tampa Bay Rays are now five games back. Tampa Bay won a day. Uh, so the A's are playing on a little bit here against the Angels. Hopefully they can win and push that lead back to five and a half games. The A's magic number to clinch a playoff spot is seven. Um, so we'll see. Uh, hopefully the A's can get it done. According to MLB.com, the Oakland A's uh, are a 99% shoe-in uh, for that uh, for their wild card spot, um, for at least one of the wild card spots, um, which would mean they would play in a one-game playoff. So MLB.com seems pretty confident the A's aren't going to lose that spot in the playoffs. But there's that 1% chance still that they might. And uh, Tampa Bay kind of worries me. So hopefully the A's can win a few games here in the end and uh, put, 
put everyone else away and not have to worry about that and rest a few guys before their uh, one-game playoff uh, game would happen. Uh, but we'll see. It's still interesting races going on in the National League Central with the Cubs, Brewers, Cardinals. Um, and then, um, yeah, so there's an interesting race going on there as well. Um, these are the final days of the season here, so uh, it's time for teams to execute. Uh, the A's starting pitching is a mess. Sean Manaya is hurt. And he's out for the season. Uh, the A's have Edwin Jackson, Mike Fires, and Brett Anderson as their healthy starting pitchers right now. And uh, Brett Anderson, I would call an iffy healthy starting, um, as he's only been back from the disabled list for one game so far. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens. And uh, Trevor Cahill's on the disabled list. I don't know if he'll be back in time. And uh, they just have a strong bullpen, but they've been used a lot, too. So um, even though their bullpen is strong, they're a tired bullpen. So I don't know. It'd be nice to have some pitchers that can go into the sixth and seventh inning and not wear down the bullpen before the this potential playoff game even happens. But we'll see. Hopefully, I mean, I mean, I mean, Despite what happens with the A's this year, the rest of the way, they've played beyond expectations. I mean, they're at 90 wins on the season right now. I think I predicted them to win 74 games this year. So uh, I think they've surpassed everyone's expectation. But now that they've come this far, it's just like, okay, don't don't let up now. Don't let up now because <laughs> that would suck. Um, and we've seen that happen before. Uh, 2014. Uh, for whatever reason, they traded away Ioannis Cespedes, and they got John Lester, and then things were looking good in the wild card game against Kansas City, and then Kansas City started stealing every single base they could against John Lester, and Kansas City won, and that was crappy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, that concludes my talking about baseball and the potential playoff races that are going to happen. So now let's talk about hockey. <laughs> so the San Jose Sharks had their first preseason game yesterday on the 18th against the Anaheim Ducks, and they won 4-1. to one. Uh, So that was nice uh, to get that first win out of the way, even though it was a preseason. It's against a rival team in the Ducks. Um so it's good to see. Uh, today, uh, they officially announced, um, or not officially announced, they officially introduced a new player in Eric Carlson, who they acquired in a trade from the Ottawa Senators. Uh, so they brought him on board. And uh, Eric Carlson is a big name. Uh, it's a big acquisition by the San Jose Sharks. Um a lot of Sharks fans are saying that uh, the San Jose did not get rid of much to acquire Eric Carlson, which I don't believe 100%. While we didn't get rid of anybody of Eric's caliber uh, to Ottawa, uh, they did get rid of quite a few pieces. Now, there's a lot of draft picks involved in the deal, and you never know what's going to happen with draft picks, who you're going to get. So those are crapshoot 
uh, deals, if you ask me. It's like, who knows what's going to happen? Because uh, it's on the other team to draft someone great. It's just you're providing them the pick, and you never know how who's going to be in the draft and what kind of player they're going to become. So those are total crapshoots. But the Sharks did uh, let go uh, Chris Tierney, uh, who they had signed to an extension during the offseason, a two-year extension, to stay in San Jose. So it was a little bit of a surprise uh, for me anyway to see Tierney dealt uh, to Ottawa, um, especially because Tierney had been playing so well on his line uh, with his line mates on the San Jose Shark, uh, especially at the end of last year. Uh, so it would have been interesting to see what he could have been uh, doing more as uh, he progressed with the Sharks. But uh, that being said, the Sharks do acquire Eric Carlson, um, and it's going to be more work on the announcers uh, because the Sharks have Melker Carlson. And uh, so anytime the Sharks play now and the Carlsons are on the ice, um, the announcers, Randy Hahn and um, um, all the Dan Rusinowski and all the other announcers, uh, they're going to have to say Eric Carlson or Melker Carlson, or they're going to have to come up with uh, some kind of uh, nickname for both. So... That way they can maybe save their breath a little bit and not have to say the full names. Um, from what I understand, the jerseys, too, uh, they just say the last name of the players. So both of them will just say Carlson. Uh, Eric Carlson's going to wear number 65. Melker's going to keep number 68. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be an exciting season for the Sharks. I think uh, the acquisition of Eric Carlson is going to bring on more Sharks fans this year. Uh, so you might have some bandwagon fans, so look out for those. Um, there's probably a lot of people that don't even know there's another Carlson on the team already uh, before Eric. But, uh, yeah, look out for the bandwagon fans because that's kind of a um, thing uh, Eric will bring to San Jose is new fans. Um, I think he's that big of a player in the NHL that um, fans will basically follow where he goes. Um, he's under contract, I believe, through 2019, uh, so they might be working on an extension sometime soon to try to get him, uh, extended, uh, to stay with the Sharks longer as well. Uh, but with him and Brent Burns on defense, um, those are two of the higher scoring defensive men, uh, in the league. It, it should be make for an interesting season for sure. Um, I don't think... Carlson and Burns are going to be playing on the same line together. From what I uh, read uh, today, anyway, in their practice, uh, it was Carlson's first practice with the team. Um, Carlson uh, played on the line with uh, Mark Edward Vlasic, and uh, Braun was playing with Burns. But you never know. Uh, they can mix things up, of course. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see where it takes the Sharks, and uh, hopefully, hopefully they get it done again. This season, <laughs> every year you're hoping for that Stanley Cup. Um, of course, it got close a few years ago against Penguins, but it'd be nice to just win it all for once for the San Jose Sharks. Um, moving on uh, from sports stuff, uh, I want to talk about a couple of TV shows that I've been watching. Uh, both of them on Showtime, actually. I subscribe to a Showtime through Amazon Prime. It was about it's it's like nine ninety nine for a month, which I thought wasn't bad. Um, I've been watching uh, the show 
the new show Jim Carrey's in called Kidding, um, which is sort of like a Mr. Rogers type uh, esque show. Um, it's about um, this guy named Jeff Pickles and uh, how he's going through these uh, different problems in his life. And um, but then he does this show for kids, and uh, it's yeah, it's it's sort of uh, Mr. Rogers esque, but uh, you get a background of the character, and you feel bad for him. Or um, um, it's a really it's so far I'm liking it. Uh, it's only it's only two episodes into the season so far, uh, but uh, so far so good for Jim Carrey I think, uh, and then also I've been uh, binge watching uh, the last few seasons of I'm Dying Up Here on Showtime. Uh, that that show is amazing. Uh, I've been missing out by not watching it. They did have for a while the first five episodes of season one for free on YouTube, and I had watched the first five episodes then, and then. I don't know, I just was like, okay, I guess I'll, that's all I'm going to be able to watch. But uh, since then, I, I've now watched uh, um, the remaining five episodes of season one. Uh, there's ten episodes in a season, and I've watched the first four episodes so far in season two. And I'm just loving this show. This show's amazing. It's about the stand-up comedy scene in the uh, 1970s, and uh, it's a fictional show. Um, but, uh, from what I've read there, they, some of the characters might be loosely based on, uh, real people. Um, I read that Melissa Leo's character who plays Goldie, uh, the uh, owner of the comedy club in the show that, um, her character might be a little bit loosely based on Mitzi Shore, uh, uh, Shore's mom, uh, the one that owned, uh, the comedy store in, uh, Los Angeles. So, I don't know if that's true or not, but um, I could, I could see if it is. I mean, it would it would make sense if it was. Um, also, I think it's pretty cool that for season two, uh, that one of the writers on the show is Brendan Lynch, who I've actually done comedy shows with before in the past. Uh, he's one of the writers, so that's pretty awesome. It hasn't been renewed for a season three yet, though, uh, which uh, is unfortunate to hear. Hopefully, it gets picked up for a season three because. The cast and the show, um, everything's just great about it. Um, I'm loving the show, and uh, I'm kind of afraid to admit that because a lot of the shows I do love end up getting canceled, but hopefully that's not the case with I'm Dying Up Here. Um, fantastic show. If you're a comedian and you haven't watched this show, I think I think you really, really should. I think you'll enjoy the hell out of it. And even if you're not a comedian, um, if you like going, going, if you like going to comedy shows, or or anything like that, uh, I think you would enjoy the show as well. Um, but yeah, Kidding and I'm Dying Up Here, both worth, both worth checking out on Showtime, both worth uh, getting a subscription to Showtime to watch them, in my opinion. I think, I think they're both worth it. Anyway, uh, that's going to be it for me uh, for this episode number 43. Thank you all very much for listening. Uh, have a great rest of the week. Uh, again, uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's West Joke. Twitter is West Joke. Um, Snapchat, if for whatever y- reason you want to follow me on there, that is also West Joke. And the West, the website is westhoffman.com. And uh, wishing you all a pleasant rest of the week. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye.